0: Welcome to Lillipod, episode 46, Divorce and the Holidays.
1: Jeff and Kathy Tykert bringing you another episode of Lillipod, which is a production of Love in Later Years. We are certified life coaches and members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our messages are directed toward mid-singles and later married couples. We also welcome all who enjoy personal growth and enriching relationships.
0: It's the most wonderful time of the year. Or is it?
1: (laughs) For people who are divorced or otherwise single, this can be a complicated time of year. Now, we want to talk first about the complications, and then we want to talk about some of the opportunities and, you know, end it on a a positive note. Uh, When I think about, I remember a few years ago, more than a few now, uh, a friend of mine was about to spend his first Christmas without his children, and he asked me for some advice on that. And it was really the first time that I had sat down and pondered that question for another person besides myself. But it it took me back to remembering the early days of, of being divorced. And I remember that first Christmas without my children. And it was really a painful kind of thing. My... My mother wanted, you know, and she only meant well by this, but she wanted me to go to my sisters with her and my dad uh, so that I wouldn't be alone on Christmas and I would have some place to go. And we hear those words thrown around in church a lot. Um, you know, let's make sure everybody has some place to go for Christmas or Thanksgiving. And to be honest, from where I was sitting, I didn't want any place to go. I didn't want to go crash somebody else's party. I didn't want to you know be the the old divorced uncle at somebody else's Christmas morning where it was all too acute of a reminder of of what I didn't have.
0: Did you want to be alone?
1: I did. I wanted to go skiing by myself or stay home and watch Christmas movies and eat yummy food, but I didn't want to go out and be part of somebody else's Christmas day. It, it didn't feel uh, to me like it was an, a, any adequate or even close to adequate substitute so
0: did you for stay spending home? it
1: with my own children. Uh, no, I went to my sister's. Now, I went home that afternoon and, and I did watch Christmas movies uh, for a while and You know, I think it was much to the chagrin of my mom. She wanted me to visit other siblings that day, but I just wasn't up for it. I I was still grieving, and I want to be careful how I say this, though, because I I want you all to know I'm not saying that because I felt this way that all of you should, Uh, because that's not what I'm saying at all. If If you're you know, the never married or divorced uncle or aunt, and you get invited to somebody's Christmas morning or Christmas dinner celebration, and you want to go, there's nothing wrong with that either. I'm telling you how I felt at that time.
0: Now, this was while and, your divorce was fresh, right? Yes. And did it change from year to year what you felt like doing?
1: Uh, n- not too much. Um, I, I, you know, the years I had my kids, of course. That was taken care of, and and I celebrated Christmas a little harder those years. The ones where I didn't have my kids, I didn't feel like celebrating. Uh, now that's changed uh, since I got married and I'm with with Kathy.
0: Yeah, it did change because um, we we didn't have our kids this year for Thanksgiving, and we invited ourselves to someone else's <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner because we didn't want to just be us. We you know. Right. We were kidless orphans, and so we created our own support system. And that's more what I did when I was single. I actually did want somewhere to go. I did right. want some way to celebrate.
1: And if you want that, um, and I'm speaking now to our audience, but if you want to to go to somebody else's celebration and get an invitation, I I am not saying you're wrong. I'm saying. Do what makes you happy Absolutely. and handles your grief the best. Don't be guilted into something by somebody by somebody else who's well-meaning, but wants you to do something that you don't feel would help you to, to get through that holiday.
0: And I think most people would understand that. And also don't be shy about asking for what you want and need too. Right. Because I think most people are you know, more than happy to be accommodating as well.
1: Right. And, you know, the thing, uh, I guess, also for me about the Thanksgiving celebration that Kathy and I went to uh, at my brother's, that celebration was always kind of open to a bunch of different families. And there were several different families as well as two single adults on, on my brother's wife's side of the family. Um, there. And then of course, Kathy and I were there and we contributed to the meal. We brought cranberry sauce and pie and some other things, you know, some jello and some other things. So um, it it was more of, I don't want to say multi-family celebration, but a bunch of different relatives were there, but we weren't the only ones crashing somebody's private family party. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, And in fact, last year when we did have the boys and the year before when we didn't, we went to uh, some good family friends of Kathy's that always host a great big party and amazing spread. Um, And, you know, I didn't feel out of place there, even though I didn't know most of the people. But anyway, just again, to reiterate the, the main point I'm making with all of that, if you, Feel like going to somebody else's celebration and you're invited. Um, Or, you know, even if you're not invited, you might tell them what you want or what you need. But don't feel obligated either to stay home and avoid it or to go to uh, an event that you don't want to go to if you're missing your kids and you're you know you're still maybe grieving your divorce or whatever.
0: In a nutshell, do what makes you the most joyful
1: for any right. holiday. right, Especially when you don't have your kids to think of and and whatever else. Last year, uh, Kathy and I didn't have the her um, boys who are both minors on Christmas, Eve or Christmas Day. We do have them this year, but we chose to do something a little unconventional in that year off, and we drove to Provo and had dinner with my parents at a restaurant, and my son and his wife also came to that, and, uh, and then Christmas morning, we were at the... Uh, well, we, we stayed over at the Marriott, and Christmas morning we were there, and and they make an amazing Christmas breakfast for and, their guests.
0: And because of COVID, the night before we got the pool and the hot tub to ourselves, right. and hardly anyone was there, and it was just this beautiful, beautiful lobby of Christmas trees, silvery, glittery Christmas trees.
1: Right. So we opened our gifts to each other under, that, under those trees in the lobby, actually, and... You know, it, it is, I acknowledge it is different um, celebrating with a loved one than if you really don't have anyone in your life and the only people you do have are your kids and they're at your former spouses. You know, I get that that is, that can be a painful thing for, for many of us. And it was for me. Um, and so what we're saying is be creative Find ways to celebrate the holiday, but but do it in the way that helps you to navigate it the best.
0: Well, and besides the day of the holiday, there's all the 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 hype leading up to it. So,
1: Very um,
0: true. that's something we have to address in our own minds and hearts. Is when we see uh, the lights, or we we hear the Christmas songs. You know, we have to to be aware of how it's affecting us. Right, and then do whatever is best for us about that as well. Um, And we talked about self-care being the main thing we wanted to uh, emphasize as part of the holidays, because instead of getting depressed, we can say, you know what? I'm going to have compassion on myself in this situation, and I'm going to go paint my nails or I'm going to go and soak my feet in, you know, some hot water or, you know, or like you said, watch Christmas movies. Um, Or if that doesn't feel good, then really anything that you like to do.
1: Right. Get a pizza. I mean, whatever, whatever really would make you um, happiest on that day, then do that. I think also, as Kathy was talking about, you know, throughout the holidays, there's a certain spirit in the air and I, I don't know, if you think about, um, I don't know how many of you out there have seen the movie Mr. Wrong with Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Pullman, it's a romantic comedy. Well, it's, it's a comedy anyway, uh, but the uh, Ellen DeGeneres, her, her name is Martha in the movie, uh, says that valentine's is the most difficult day on a single girl's calendar but my experience with valentine's day uh, when i was single is if i wasn't dating anyone particularly or didn't have a date for that night i was able to pretty well just pretend it didn't exist and go on with life
0: because it's not like a day that it's national holiday and you have off work and there's right. all these sights and sounds and the community right i mean there's a little bit i mean there's chocolates for sale and flowers and whatnot. Sure. But, but you can
1: avoid all that if you want to well, yeah and um, you
0: just go to work treat it like a normal day
1: right and you just kind of forget that it exists and whereas with christmas i mean this everywhere in the store is decked out you know the halls are decked so to speak um every building almost that you go in there's a christmas tree and, and
0: then they all get shut down for
1: right. christmas Right. And so, so it's, yeah, there's a certain spirit in the air, which, you know, when you were uh, with your, your former spouse and, and your kids, that may have been a magical time of year. And, and, you know, now it may feel a lot more awkward and you may feel like you're standing on the sidelines watching other people's lives. And I'm not saying you should feel that way. Those are just thoughts, but but uh, many of us have felt that way at that time of year. So I agree with Kathy about self-care, um, you know, doing what you can as well to enjoy that season, you know, put on pretty scented candles, light, pretty scented candles and put on Christmas music and other things. If those things help you to sort of appreciate the joy of the season, even if you're celebrating it in an imperfect family situation.
0: Well, another place to, to gain peace is in the temple or any other place of worship. It is a um, really helpful to seek peace in places of worship that you feel peaceful in.
1: Right. There's also the issue of lots of, um, uh, parties and dinners and, you know, office parties and things like that, that occur during the holidays. And if you're raw from a divorce and you don't feel like going to parties and dinners, don't go. If you feel like going and feel like that would cheer you up, then do that. Um, So the same thing I think applies throughout the season, as well as on the day, Um, you know, do what is going to help you get through the holidays with as much Christmas cheer as you can. And, and understand that if you're feeling a little sad because it's Christmas morning and your kids are celebrating with somebody else, we get that, we understand. We're dealing with it even now. Um, so, uh, don't feel selfish for taking good care of yourself in those circumstances
0: or doing something a little unconventional
1: right and that's what we did uh, last year and it was actually really fun and you know we uh, we've thought too about might be fun to take a trip and spend Christmas out of the country somewhere or you know at another kind of interesting exotic location it wouldn't it wouldn't be a traditional Christmas but what we're trying to tell you is you know Christmas is going to be what you make it and so figure out how to make it something you're going to enjoy whether it's the traditional turkey dinner and Christmas tree and lights and all the rest of it or if it's something a little bit different that can be special too and speaking of special Think with me, think with us, about what your opportunities are during the holidays. Kathy, do you remember any particularly memorable holiday dates you went on? Or Definitely. I mean, but, I remember a big one with you.
0: Yeah, we went to the temple, and then we went to a concert, and to the Nutcracker.
1: Yep, and out to dinner in the middle of all that, too. Yeah. And that it was, was an
0: all-day date, and it was really nice.
1: Yeah, and Kathy planned the whole thing. Um, women, just so you know, you can, you can plan dates too. And it was a date I will never forget. Certainly. Um,
0: I remember also one year someone took me to a uh, a white Christmas. Okay. And it was a local play, and that was that was nice. And then I think we watched the movie as a follow-up date. Right. You know, to because sometimes I think that can be fun to watch a live production and the movie.
1: We're thinking about going and seeing A Christmas Carol at a local theater here this year. And you could do that as a single person, get a date and and go to a, a performance of that. There's lots of wonderful holiday concerts and other things even this year at temple square it's it's going to be a little scaled down because the temple is under reconstruction as many of you know but they're still going to do to put up the lights there's going to be uh performances of different choirs throughout the season so you know you could check out the schedule it's it's available online and you know plan a date or a group activity to go uh, see the lights on Temple Square at a, on a night when there's going to be beautiful music and live music. And so that's another idea. And, and, and there's, I mean, there's Christmas concerts and other other events uh, all throughout the holiday season that you can take advantage of.
0: I know here in Utah, annually, they do a uh, Messiah singing. I did that one year mm. with the date and another year i went to the roof restaurant it's really nice and Mm -hmm. i did that i think the day before new year's yeah and that was really a great way to ring in the new year
1: and i think one of the reasons we're we're talking about this is the holidays are really a great time to start a romance because think about it you've got all of these romantic settings and You know beautiful lights and beautiful music and a certain feeling in the air that is upbeat and positive and it can be a magical time to start a a romance together i want to um well let you in on on one that i had um and i was telling kathy about this the other day but i I was living in Texas at the time, but I had started a long-distance relationship with someone in Utah, where my family mostly lived, and I had a son living with me, and we decided to come out to Utah for the holidays, and I was going to have a chance to meet this person I'd been talking to long-distance in person, and we spent um, a, a significant amount of time in the days surrounding Christmas together and it was just sort of a magical time for me. It felt, you know, like I was experiencing love during the holidays. And um, you know, she and I went and looked at the Provo City Center Temple as it was under construction, and uh, contemplating, you know, how your life can can essentially go up in smoke. And it can be rebuilt through the power of God into something higher and holier and more beautiful. And, you know, in a way that was a portent of marrying Kathy there a few years later. But I remember during that, you know, those holidays, I, well, I, I took her also to dinner on Christmas Eve with my family. We met at a restaurant, uh, quite a few members of my, my parents' family. Um, including my son and everything. And she was a great sport about coming in, not knowing anyone except me and my son. And uh, just that whole that whole Christmas felt magical. And, you know, we didn't end up together. We broke up actually pretty soon after the holidays. But uh, you never know. It could be that it's the beginning of something enduring. And I remember hearing a fireside talk it was actually about how to avoid marrying a jerk. I don't know if you've heard of that book, but um, the person giving the talk, and I don't remember his name, but he said, um, he said, he talked about The Bachelor, you know, that show where uh, one guy dates 15 different girls or something and gradually narrows it down to the one he wants to date seriously. And they also had the female counterpart to that show, The Bachelorette, which was the opposite scenario. But he, you know, they, they take them to these really exotic um, tropical locations and set up these very romantic scenes. And <laughs> the the person giving the talk said, I could fall in love with a turtle under those circumstances. He said, "What they should really do is make them get together and fold laundry for ten hours," which, of course, that's there's a good point to that—that that we need to be exposed to each other in real life settings and not just romantic settings. But I think you need a balance. I think you need some romance, and romance is—I mean, the holidays is a great time to start that. I, I'm not sure you could fall in love with a turtle looking at the lights on temple square but you know it generates more of that romantic energy that you kind of need and want at the beginning of a of a new relationship
0: and if you want to do something more practical you could have them go shopping with you and wrap presents
1: right that you know the chores of the holiday yeah get get your date to give you opinions about uh, what would my nine-year-old boy want, or my seventeen-year-old daughter, or whatever? Uh, so those can be opportunities. But I guess what we're what we're saying is there are a lot of opportunities to maybe start something new during the holidays, a new relationship.
0: Were you sad at all that that happened, even though it didn't work out long term?
1: Uh, I was sad that it didn't work out long term at the time, but I was not sad that I would spent the holidays with her. It made okay. that Christmas a magical time. and
0: So there you go. So even if it doesn't work out, but it might, you know, sure, definitely keep that could. option open. Um, if it doesn't work out, there it's still worth the effort and right. it makes your holiday more enjoyable. So why not give it a try? Right. Other than if you're not ready to date. And that's something I want to address real quick because yeah. there's a few people who may have had their divorce or even death of a spouse or a, a really hard breakup be very recent. Right. And they're not ready to date. So maybe you could make a goal for next year to be ready to date. And for this year, you could purchase Intentional Courtship. Uh, it's online and on Amazon. And yeah. the first eight chapters are all about finding peace after loss. Right. And so it's a really great opportunity to get ready and that's something you could curl up by a fireplace and read with some hot cocoa and, uh, you know, enjoy the twinkling lights within your own home and your own decor. Right. Or like me, sometimes I just didn't want to decorate if my kids weren't coming home and that's okay too. Just, you know, maybe put out a manger scene or, you know, something easy you can find that makes it a little festive, but, you know, don't bother with the, the work of doing all the decorating.
1: Right. And we, we, uh, we definitely feel about this the same way as we've um, talked about earlier in this broadcast that, hey, if, if you're really not up for creating a new relationship during the holidays, I'm not saying you have to. Kathy's not saying that either. We're saying that if you're in the dating, you know, if you're wanting to date and it's been a little while since you were divorced or widowed or whatever and the the holidays present a lot of opportunities to get to know people in very romantic settings
0: absolutely
1: and so it's a great time to do that but if 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 you were divorced 3 months ago and you know you only found out 6 months ago that your partner wanted that and you just don't feel ready well for heaven's sakes you know we're not pressuring you to go out and strike up something new just cuz it's the holidays We're just saying the opportunity is there if you want to date to start a new relationship. And like I said, in very romantic settings uh, and with lots of available activities, you know, take a walk on Temple Square and then take a walk around Temple Square uh, or do that before and look at the shops, you know, sample great fudge somewhere. You know, there's all sorts of stuff you can you can do that. You know, after the lights on Temple Square, you know, go to a, a restaurant and sip hot chocolate together. So there, there's, there's just so many ways to um, take advantage of the season to create the romance you want.
0: You know, and here's another thought for you. Uh, we have a friend who put together a book club for intentional courtship, and that's happening this month. It right. just started last week and it's not too late to join. Uh, I believe we're reading chapters four and five uh, for the first Saturday in December. And if, I think we we're going to put this out shortly after that. So um, go ahead and join us if you want to. If you're interested, reach out to us in our through our Love and Later Years community on Facebook or Instagram right. and we'll get you the information for that.
1: Yeah, and we would love to have you. And, and you know, it could be a time, it doesn't have to be, but it could be a time you could invite someone to to join you in the book club, even remotely, and learn a little more about them as they talk about uh, the subjects problems. that are in, covered in the book. Absolutely. So that's just
0: like another like special thing that's happening this year.
1: Right. Yeah, so we we hope that you'll take full advantage of this season, whatever that means to you. And, you know, please understand we have great sympathy if you're in that situation uh, as we were last year. Um, At least we had each other, but we didn't have have our young children with us because they were at their dads. But
0: we've definitely been in that situation for many years of our lives. Right. We've gone through lots of holidays
1: totally single. Right. And and you know, you still have some time right now where if you if you wanted to think about this and there's that person you've been wanting to get to know and you've just never done anything about it. Well, the holidays might be a great time to have that little conversation with them and say, hey, I'd really like to to take you for a carriage ride around Salt Lake City or walk around Temple Square with you or go to a local production of a Christmas carol or go to a Christmas concert or any of the things we've mentioned and a a thousand things we haven't mentioned. Um, There's just so much opportunity that if you've had it in the back of your mind to introduce yourself to someone you might be able to spend a romantic holidays together and and uh, especially if you don't have your kids and you you may um, have a chance to, to get to know someone new during this period of time. So. Well,
0: and at the very least, it creates an opportunity to spend a magical time with someone that will be a good memory.
1: Yeah. And then it has the potential to become something more than that. Right. We have a great friend who just um, spent Thanksgiving with someone she's dating and great time to develop that warmth and connection with not only the other person, but their family. And the holidays present a lot of opportunity for that. And I I remember during the one holidays that um, I've talked about earlier when I was in Texas, um, boy, when I brought that beautiful um lady to to dinner with my family i remember my dad being so impressed oh you should definitely you know go out with go out with her more and really go for this and Um, and it didn't end up working out but uh you know it was a chance for her to get to know my family and in a happy positive place
0: To end this podcast, we want to talk about the magical ways in which peaceful reconciliation can be made during the holidays. And we're going to use a personal story as an example. Now, I would not generally recommend ending or transitioning a relationship that has been serious during the holidays. It's It's not a very nice thing to do, but... I also know that sometimes when you know you need to change the status of a relationship, it can't wait and it's not always convenient. And so, the first year that Jeff and I knew each other, I transitioned our relationship two days before Christmas. And it's not, that was not a good timing. Totally sucked. Yeah, (laughs) but I did, but I did do it with lots of gifts. (laughs) I mean, that was the, that was the upside is that I was able to give him gifts and a kind letter and um, do it as gracefully as possible, even with bad timing. Yeah. And
1: I, I don't mind telling you that I didn't respond well. I didn't respond terribly, but I, you know, I was, hurt, and upset, and um, before, I, I, uh, before I said that I, I thought we should wait for a period of time before we had further contact, um, you know, I kind of gave her a piece of my mind, and the next day, of course, being Christmas Eve, I was sort of feeling bad about it, and I really had nothing to do and no one to be with on Christmas Eve. Uh, had made no plans uh, of that kind. And so I remember thinking and feeling a little bad about the way things had, had ended with Kathy. And I decided to do something nice for her to try to create peace and reconciliation. And so i drove to her town and the rest of the story of what i did is in the book uh and i won't go into all the details but i didn't i didn't uh see her that night i didn't try to see her that night um but i tried to do something nice for her and as i found myself thinking of her and what would make her happy um my heart started to soften and I started to feel forgiveness um, toward her and wanting only good and happy things for her life. And I think sometimes Christmas can be a, a difficult time. If you know, you've had your heart broken recently. And I would suggest as I think this is why Kathy brought this up that use it as a time for peace and reconciliation. Um, And, and it certainly was that for me on that Christmas. There's another Christmas also where um, I had an experience going out to dinner with my former wife and her brother, and his wife and kids and, and my son as well, when I felt like there was some softening between the two families and some reconciliation, and that was during the holidays. And I'm still grateful uh, that that happened. And so that's, uh, that's something that we would encourage you to explore is, is there someone you need to forgive? Is there something nice you could do for that person? Is there someone you have embittered feelings toward whether you need to forgive or not? Um, who you could find a way to find some peace and reconciliation about it. And maybe that involves doing something kind for that person.
0: Right. And you never know where, where those acts of kindness will lead. Uh, but if you do it with an honest, sincere heart, it's going to be do- doing nothing but good for you. Right. And I know that made a difference in your heart that Christmas. Huge. And it led to us being friends the entire next year and even spending some good quality time as friends the following holidays. Right. Remember that?
1: Um, For sure. The next holidays are when we kind of fell back in love, if you want to call it that.
0: Well, it was after that, but yeah, yeah, we spent some time together. I wasn't feeling well and you brought me priesthood blessings and soup and goodness. And then you wrote me a letter and right, we decided to give us another shot. And it made sense then.
1: And here we are talking to you now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: of course, that's not typically, I think what happens. But that softening of the heart and that softening of relationships can be a really tender mercy and a really beautiful thing during the holidays.
1: And, you know, I want to say too, that I didn't decide to serve Kathy in the way that I did because I thought it was going to induce her to change her mind or, um, that something was going to change as a result of it. The change was, was in me and I hoped would be in her too. That it would bring some more peace to both of us about uh, our relationship, and and, you know, in point of fact, was about a year before we re-explored something romantic together. So, just to to be clear, it wasn't about you know the fact that eventually we were going to get back together, although we we did much to uh, both of our happy surprise. Um, but, uh, anyway, I think you can do something nice for someone, even if you think there's no chance that you're ever going to be in a relationship with them again. And even if you, if you wouldn't want that, you could still do something. Well, like, you know, Kathy talked about giving gifts and writing a letter and things like that. Um, and I think there's probably something you can do this holiday season to create more peace in your heart and maybe help others too as well. Absolutely. And remember, friends, anytime, especially the holidays, is a great time for more love in your life.
0: Happy holidays and thanks so much for listening. Subscribe to LilyPod to get notice of each new weekly episode. If you enjoy what you heard, share with those you love. For more information about our organization and services, visit loveinlateryears.com.